0: Lack of physical activity and lack of access to nutritious foods are two major determinants of chronic disease. The cost of chronic disease is high. Treating individuals with chronic diseases accounts for 86% of our nation's health care costs, according to the CDC. The American Planning Association is working to improve the health of our communities through its Plan for Health initiative that has provided $4.5 million in grant money to 35 local coalitions. Plan for Health connects communities across the country, funding work at the intersection of planning and public health. Anchored by APA chapters and the American Public Health Association affiliates, Plan for Health supports creative partnerships to build sustainable, cross-sector coalitions. Coalitions work with communities to increase access to healthy food or increase opportunities for active living where residents live, work, and play. I'm Roberta Ruers with APA. The Umatilla County Plan for Health Coalition in Oregon aims to build a county-based network of partners. These partners are responsible for making changes to policy, systems, and environmental strategies in an effort to promote healthy lifestyles in a rural Oregon county. The coalition will bring together key stakeholders who have a desire to build a healthier community through increased physical activity and access to nutritious food joining us today are jessica nyshek long executive director oregon public health association and becky steckler program and policy manager with the oregon chapter of the american planning association thanks ladies
1: thank you thank you for having us
0: let's start with you jessica one of the coalition's objectives is to advance healthy communities conversations in the rural part of the state how is plan for health impacting umatilla county
1: well i think that um rural oregon um, does not have a lot of monetary resources um, but like many rural parts of the united states it has a lot of people resources and i was um, hoping and i that uh, this grant would provide the monetary resources needed to organize community members and groups for a common purpose. And I had hoped that the coalition would then have enough momentum to continue after the grant period ended. And if the coalition continues, I think that gradually, real
0: improvements will be made there. Becky, what are your thoughts on impacting health in Umatilla County?
2: Well, you know, one of the things that's become very clear is that there's a lot of different. People who are kind of working on parts of this, and they all have this kind of vague idea that what they're doing is, you know, uh, really does have a, a bigger impact in areas that they might not, you know, really think about um, on that larger scale. And so, um, so this is really, I think, fostered those conversations and a, and a place to have those conversations by by building the coalition and i um, making it an, an outright purpose and really um, acknowledging the fact that the things that we do with planning um, really do have a big impact on health and even the county commissioners um, that are in charge of that at the beginning of the, com- of, the um, of the project were like well, what really does planning have to do with health um, and now I think they're going to be able to answer that question and have a, a and be better at governance um, because of it whether it's in um, the public health department or in the planning department.
0: Great. And Becky, you kind of alluded to this a little bit about collaboration, which is a key component of the Plan for Health initiative. You know, you mentioned that the council members are starting to realize that there is a connection between planning and public health. How are some other ways that you're seeing connections being made between planning and public health professionals within the county or even the state?
2: Um, well, you know, there's um, – I'll, I'll just start at the state level um, because we're definitely seeing um, more – um, both cities and regions, uh, you know, um, look at different metrics for making decisions about planning. And one of those great ways to, to do that is through um, health impact assessments. And so I've seen more and more um, you know, cities and counties look at specific planning projects and do a an, uh, health impact assessment. And that's one of the criteria that they're then making their decision on. You know, what, what's going to have the biggest health impact um, of the different policy options? And that's really, I think, a, kind of an exciting opportunity. Um, And and projects like Inatola County help again, kind of raise that profile to say, you know, we really do have a big impact on health. And so and then let's think about those health impacts and then make some good decisions based on that.
0: And for our listeners who might not be aware, can you give a short version of a definition of what is a health impact assessment and what does that mean for a planner conducting one?
2: Um, Well, you know, um, I'm just thinking of one that they did in uh, Lake Oswego. There was a a trolley or um, a a streetcar, and it's a a track that goes from Portland to to Lake Oswego, which is one of the inner suburbs. And um, a health impact assessment was done, and for kind of some of the different routes or transit stops, they actually um, estimated how many more steps people would take. Um, so how much more, um, exercise they would actually get based on, you know, different configurations. I think I've got this right. <laughs> it's been a while since I read it. Um, and that really helped to illustrate, you know, that the, the difference, um, you know, um, which one would actually instigate more, um, you know, just more exercise, more walking, um, which is really kind of exciting to see. Uh, and so even in Umatilla County with their, um, their, you know, it's a, it's a capacity building grant and they're, right now they're right in the middle of their um, community readiness and needs assessment. So, you know, having those conversations, and there's I think it builds that expectation that um, later on when the county is working on its update of its um, transportation system plan, that they'll be incorporating, I, I don't know if they're going to do a health impact assessment as part of their transportation system plan, but they, if that is something that they want to do, then they'll have some really good data to say, um, you know this is the reason to spend a little bit more money on it and I think it just helps to justify those additional um, activities to really try to quantify and then um, and make decisions that uh, that um, result in, in increasing um, that physical activity.
0: Great and Jessica, you're coming into the plan for health initiative from the public health professional perspective. So how would you what is your perspective on how this initiative has changed the relationship? from your perspective, between planning and public health? Well, I've
1: been really impressed with the collaboration that I, I saw happening in Humatilla County um, between the public health leadership and planning leadership at, at the county level. And uh, and then, you know, Becky and I traveled out there uh, in the spring and we met a lot of the coalition members. And I, again, I was, I was, really pleasantly surprised to see um, how much engagement there was from so many different community members and different perspectives um, there were individuals there there were people um, there representing government in the different towns within the counties and schools um, ranching groups um, I mean there, there were there were doctors so it was, it was wonderful. And so I think, um, the, there really has been some great collaboration there, and I, I think that it will help, um, just keep, it will, it's, it started instigating this, um, thought process, I think, as, uh, planning and public health move forward at the, at the county level to just keep those, um, different perspectives in mind as they're, planning for the future and maybe i'm not sure how much um the planning leadership you know was considering public health before getting this grant but now that they've had so much contact with the public health department i don't know how they could i'm just i'm just certain that they will be thinking about public health a lot more and maybe going to them um you know, for their opinions and their and um, their input. So I think I think it's been a great opportunity for collaboration on a lot of different levels. Yeah, I think kind of like Becky said, it just has instigated a lot of different conversations and different ways of thinking about um, planning and ways to make your community healthier.
0: In one aspect of the work of the coalition at the chapter and affiliate level is sharing resources with members across the state. Can you talk a little bit about how you're incorporating public health and planning into your various training sessions that you might be holding?
2: Yeah, Jessica, I could probably take this one first. Um, And I would say that there's really uh, two primary ways that we've been doing that. Um, The first one is um, OAPA, the Oregon Chapter, American Planning Association, uh, just started doing a series of webinars, and we've already had two webinars that we've done related to health since the spring. So one, we actually um, uh, talked about the social determinants of health, and the speaker was from Southern California, from, so that was kind of a great, the, the beauty of webinars is you can get your speakers from just about anywhere. Um, and then the second one I actually uh, put together, and that was one for um, health officials, and it was an introduction to Oregon's use planning program. Um, and that's something that I'm hoping to carry over and use portions of it. Um, our annual conference is in October, and uh, it's a joint conference with the Washington chapter of APA. And um, so we're going to be – I'm going to do kind of the overview of what really is making that connection. And then um, the two panel speakers is, um, are going to be from – one from Umatilla County and then the other one from – Washington, which I think is Pierce County, uh, Tacoma area. Um, So they'll talk about their project as well. So it's a really great opportunity to to have both a more urban and rural um, in two different states um, project and really be able to highlight those.
1: And Jessica? Yeah. So the webinars that um, Becky mentioned, we shared that with Oregon Public Health Association members and invited them to attend. And... So I think we um, did end up getting some attendance from our membership as well, and and this grant has really introduced me to the Oregon chapter of the American Planning Association and how much we can collaborate um, in the future. So we've um, we invited uh, to the Upland County. Um, coalition to come and present at our annual conference as well, um, which is also in October. So they're going to be doing that, and I'm hoping that – well, I think that it will be a really good opportunity for them to talk about the coalition and how they set it up and what they did and how much momentum they've gotten and how much they've been able to do in a large rural county, uh, and we have other – but, um, are, are somewhat similar. And so I think it will be a good way for them to, it will be a good opportunity for other counties to see what's been done and hear about how it's worked out and lessons learned. And hopefully they'll then be able to take that back to their own county and or their own city and think about how they could apply some of those lessons um, at home. So we've also um, are planning some or. RC- considering some additional collaborations with the Oregon chapter in the, in the future, so Becky and I have had some conversations about a number of different topics, and I've um, discussed some ideas with Oregon Public Health Association leadership as well, and so I think that we will um, continue collaborating and hosting webinars together in the future.
0: So it sounds like you're both going to be really busy in October with your annual conferences coming up and sharing information between the two groups. You mentioned that the coalition was formed because of the initiative of this grant, and one of the things I'm kind of interested in is how have you gone about getting awareness and knowledge and participation from the community, from stakeholders, when your coalition is new as well? So you're introducing the coalition and also trying to, how are you engaging people in the coalition to contribute their ideas and thoughts?
2: You know, I would say that that's really been with the county leadership um, and they've done a great job. And again, Humatoli County is is fairly small um, and it, it's definitely one of those cases where everybody literally already knows everybody else and often they're already working with them on some other type of project or they've got kids that are in school together. Um, nobody's really a stranger. Um, and so it's it's just kind of reorganizing and, and connecting with them for and thinking about, work in a slightly different way um and so that's really been exciting to, to kind of change the focus um and and be able to to get more work done and now that they're um you know they got they're working with the university of oregon to complete their community needs and assessment um and so they're going to have some really good information from that and i believe part of what they're doing too is actually looking at some of the policies that they have in place like their comprehensive plan their transportation system plan is going to be updated um, and other policies in the health um, side and looking at you know what are the opportunities to really you know think about health and, and improve health outcomes uh, related to those. And so you know, those are just some of the policy um, uh, changes that they're hoping to make.
0: We'll conclude with what are your hopes for the Plan for Health Initiative for making a difference in Oregon? If the initiative is complete, the grant is over, what's the difference that you're going to see within Oregon? Jessica, why don't we start with you? Sure. Well,
1: I think that the um, Plan for Health grant uh, is really going to make a difference in the county. You know, like Becky like said, it's, um, it's, a, it's a large land area, but it's a small population that knows each other pretty well. And so it, this has been an opportunity for them to really get organized for a, a common purpose. And I think that they can I'm hopeful that they'll they'll continue this momentum after the grant is over and that they'll continue working together and I and I, I think that is a real possibility there because their leadership is so is strong and committed and um, it's really important trying to keep a coalition going. Um, and so they have a lot of committed committed people there. And I I do think that um, it, can, it has been pretty successful so far. And if they are able to, well, through OPHA and um, through the Oregon chapter of the American Planning Association and other organizations, if we can help them to continue sharing their story and sharing their success um, with other counties in um, the state, in other cities around Oregon that we can um, share all their lessons learned. And so then, then that would really expand the impact of this work. Becky, your thoughts? You know, I definitely
2: think about all the challenges that Oregon has. Um, and uh, as some people know, uh, it's the only place in the, the country where every city is required to have an urban growth boundary. And we're having a lot of um a lot of conversations about those urban growth boundaries and just how tight they should be. And there's a a lot of kind of really good public policy that comes from from keeping tight urban um, UGDs and everything from, um, you know, saving money on infrastructure, having more efficient transportation. Um, But these are often kind of hard conversations to have, and a lot of people perceive, you know, as um, kind of detracting from their quality of life. I guess the, the conversation that I would like to, to switch to and to have is that when we have really efficient urban areas then our, or cities, even if they're, you know, very small cities and, and rural areas, um, that we have a, a really big impact on health. And it's, it's good both, you know, physically and it's also good mentally. Um, and and I, I see that as just such a positive message to have and being able to raise the uh, the awareness of the importance of you know, really being thoughtful about how we build our environment and making it really easy for people to bike and walk around, to be able to get to a grocery store where you can buy healthy food. But these things are so critical, and we really should be building our communities with these things in mind. That um, that's it, it's a really positive message, and it's one I think that's easy to make, and it's important to make. Um, and and so I'm I'm just really excited for the opportunity to be able to talk about that a lot more
0: great and if i go ahead oh i just wanted to i just
1: wanted to echo becky's statement that what we want to do is make the healthy choice the easy choice and um in that and that good planning can facilitate that
0: thank you ladies for joining us today thank you thank you and if our listeners want to get more information about the coalition and the work you're doing in Oregon, they can visit planforhealth.us. That's planned, the number four, health.us.